This is your woo-woo best friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hello, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. This is your woo-woo best friend. Today, we are going to talk about using digital media strategies to grow in your life and business, to call in more of what you are manifesting into your world, whether that's new clients, dream partnerships, a new job, advancement in your career, more sales of your art, whatever it may be. I want to help you to use social media and digital strategies to get that thing. As your woo-woo bestie, as a wellness entrepreneur, as someone who has been living their life online for well beyond 10 plus years, I have some expertise in this and it occurred to me I really haven't talked about this a whole lot on our show. Where I do talk about this a lot is in my conscious CEO client conversations. And so after having several really deep, impactful planning sessions with clients around designing their digital strategy, Recently, I wanted to bring some of those practical tips and strategies to you here on the show today. I want to help you to use those tips and strategies to take your life and business to the next level. So if you're in a place where you can grab your favorite notebook and a matcha and sit down to take some good notes, let's get into it. If you're driving or on that hot girl walk or cooking in the kitchen, all good. You can totally put a pin in this episode for future when you really have time to sit down and do some good planning around how to use digital media to grow in your life and business. As so many of us know, social media has become an indispensable tool for business, especially if you're in the wellness space and healing arts or in the beauty realm. It's also an incredible platform to connect with your perfect people if you're an artist, if you are building a community, or if you're simply someone who needs to have a space to showcase what it is that you do. And that may be you if you are considering advancements in career and you want to show a potential employer what you have to offer, what your expertise is, for example. Our social media pages and our websites, these truly act as our visual resume and the portfolio of our work. In my Conscious CEO program, I'm asked often, which is the most important? Do I need a website? Do I need an email list? Do I need to start a TikTok page? Do I create reels on Instagram? Do I set up Facebook ads? Do I start a blog? Do I start a podcast? What do I do? I'm only one person. And each of those things could be a whole person's job. And in corporate companies, often each of those things is one person's job. So here's my perspective as someone who has been blogging for 10 years, who makes some money as a content creator, who makes more of my money as a consultant and through courses and retreats, and has had an opportunity to sit in the boardroom of companies who are interested in building business through digital media strategies and also has an opportunity to work one-on-one with new entrepreneurs who are doing it all by themselves. Every one of these particular components that I just talked about, email lists, websites, 
TikTok, Instagram, Facebook ads, blogs, podcasts, they all serve a really different purpose. So I want to walk through each of these platforms or at least several of them. And let's look at it as if it's your local neighborhood carnival. So first, TikTok, it's like the roller coaster. It's fast. There's ups and downs. You are taking it all in. Things are coming at you really quickly. You don't have to do anything. You just sit there and you get served the ride. Folks on TikTok may be influenced to buy your product if they see it enough times via UGC, which if you don't yet know what that is, it's user generated content. So if someone they really love to follow is talking about your product or your service or your brick and mortar shop, they may be interested in checking it out if that person talks about it enough or really, really raves, or if they see it enough times over and over and over. You can't necessarily control what user-generated content is getting created about your product or service or business. Here's an example of what I mean by that. So you've likely heard of The Ordinary. They've got about 713,000 followers on TikTok. They are the perfect example of a brand who has had quite an organic rise to fame on TikTok when they saw unsolicited, that means not paid for, user-generated content, which caused a 426% sales increase of one particular product. It's their peeling solution. You may recognize it as the one that's like this blood red sort of serum. So there's a TikToker, her name is Kaylin White, and it's K-A-E-L-Y-N, and then White with two E's. She's got about half a million followers. She shared the results of that particular product as she was using it for treating acne. That video has had something like 2 million views. And it that one video, it resulted in about 52,000 units being sold in two weeks after that video went live. So that is the type of marketing that you can't necessarily plan for or even pay for because it's really about the virality. It's like that roller coaster. It's just this massive up that happens when something like that goes viral. Kaylin White has since endorsed various other ordinary products on her page, and the brand has really been able to capitalize on that natural virality, that momentum that she's helped to create. And now The Ordinary, if you go check the hashtag, hashtag The Ordinary, it has over 2.7 billion views. And then the hashtag The Ordinary Skincare has... 542 million views. And that is unpaid. They're not paying 2.7 billion people to use their tag. It is just happening. So that is, so that's really kind of the magic of TikTok is when that happens, your business can be completely transformed. The Ordinary is also using staff advocates as brand champions, which is really smart because these people already work for the brand. They love the brand. So might as well have them talk about the brand. Now, if you're in the service industry or you're building credibility in your career, I would say don't focus on selling your product or service on TikTok or even selling yourself on 
TikTok. Instead, just provide a lot of value. Show up and share your expertise. TikTok is ultimately about being creative and entertaining, but people are also going there to learn. So if you are delivering those things, creativity, entertainment, or high value information and education, someone may decide they really want to know more about you and what you have to say. And that's an opportunity to bring them off the roller coaster and then over to your Instagram profile. So make sure your Instagram profile is in your TikTok profile because if someone continues to come across your page and they're really interested in what you have to say, they may click over to your Instagram, which can be that place that really serves as your portfolio. It's a place where you can start to build a trusted community and nurture relationships. So let's get off the roller coaster of TikTok and move into something a little more gentle. Instagram is kind of like that water ride at the carnival. You can kind of float along and it's fairly gentle. And then every once in a while, you may have something that's like a big splash on Instagram. You're not as likely to have virality opportunities on Instagram, where if you're a business, where if someone else posts about you, all of a sudden you're going to sell 52,000 units of a product. However, it's a wonderful place to start conversations and get people really engaged in who you are. And whether that's you as an expert, you as a business owner, you as an artist, this is a really great place to connect. On Instagram, I suggest just doing what's right for you. There's always these conversations about, is it reels? Is it carousels? Is it static photos? Is it stories? Where should I spend my time? There is an answer today that I could share with you that'll probably be different in a month from now, depending on what Instagram is prioritizing. I have a course called Social Media for Beauty Professionals. If you are In the beauty space specifically, I will drop that link for that course in the show notes. That course could be really helpful to you. Obviously, if you're a conscious CEO and you want to talk more about content creation, we do that in the conscious CEO experience in my coaching. So I definitely have that link in the show notes too. So those are a couple of things that may help you with really crafting your content plan on Instagram. What I encourage you to consider, whether you're building a business or you're building a personal brand, what you really need to get right above and beyond whether it's reels or carousels or stories or photos, is your brand voice and your content pillars. So that's the buckets of content that you are creating. So some ideas around content pillars, perhaps you're creating tips or tutorials or trends. Maybe you're creating posts that are inspirational. Maybe it's behind the scenes or a day in the life of you, whether you're an artist or an entrepreneur or a student or a mama. Maybe it's products or tools that make your life better, or perhaps it's transformations that you help to create for people. I would start by taking that list of things that I just mentioned and test those things out and see what resonates with people. And how do you know what resonates with people? Well, if you do it a couple of times, so let's say you put together a tutorial 
And your tutorials really seem to get a lot of views and a lot of engagement. People are either sharing that tutorial or they're sending you notes about it or they're commenting about it. That is likely a content pillar that you should stick with. If you're doing a lot of inspirational posts, but you're noticing kind of no one has anything to say or they're not getting shared or no one's DMing you about it, maybe it's not really landing. Or maybe you're doing those day in a life types of posts. And sometimes people are like, yes, 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 I feel this. This is like my life too, or that's a life I aspire to have. If that's happening, maybe do more of those. There's a brand that is a show sponsor of this podcast. It's Seed. And I have to say, I absolutely love their Instagram page as a business. So if you are starting a business, they're a really great example to go take a look at, especially if you're a business that wants to provide a lot of educational information to your clients, to your perfect people. I have learned more about my gut microbiome from following Seed than from anywhere else. And it's something I'm really interested in. I want to know a lot about my gut health and how it impacts my overall health. And now I'm a complete devotee of the brand. That particular product is the number one most important supplement in my daily routine now. I love Seed's commitment to high quality, efficacy, and sustainability. And they even send this really cool travel vial with your first order, and then your future orders come in a low-waste, sustainable package. Of course, I mentioned they are a sponsor of the show, but I am a raving fan. So by the way, if you want to try Seed, go check out their Instagram. You will 1000% want to try Seed once you have taken a deep dive into everything that they're teaching about the gut microbiome on their Instagram page. So you can get a 25% discount with my code, by the way. I've got that in the show notes for you too. My code is WeeWeeGirl, O-U-I-W-E-G-I-R-L. And there's a special link that you can click on in the show notes to go get that 25% discount. Okay. So anyway, shameless plug for Seed, but I do love them. So back to their Instagram page. When you go take a look at their page, you're going to see the brand voice comes through in such a clear way. And their content pillars, they've gotten them really right. It's about education. It's about sustainability. It's about love of the earth, an artistic appreciation for the body, for health. And what I invite you to do is consider that on your page. What is your brand voice? How is it that you are in communication? When someone talks to you, what's it going to feel like? In the day and age that we are in now with AI on the rise, it's more important than ever that we really get tuned into our authentic voice. And then, of course, the content pillars helps us to share with people what our expertise is. The other thing I would invite you to do when it comes to Instagram is go take a look at your bio and your story highlights. Those are really important too. If someone were to land on your page for the very first time, What is it that you are communicating about what they are going to get if they commit to following your page? So a couple things you might want to consider in your bio, maybe address who your perfect people are. Make sure you have links where they can go check your stuff out or ways that they can reach out to you. If you have a podcast, if you have a website, include those things in your bio and make sure you optimize your bio with keywords. If you're not quite sure how to do that, that's something I can definitely help you with too in our Conscious CEO program or in our social media for Beauty Pros class. So 
Let's then talk about next identifying your perfect people, because those are the people that we want to be in conversation with, whether we are on TikTok or whether we are on Instagram. And certainly when we get to creating a newsletter or a podcast or a blog or a website, we want to make sure we know who we're talking to. Understanding who our perfect people are will help you to tailor your content and messaging to resonate with them so that they know that you are for them, that they are in the right place and in the right community. So take some time to research and analyze who you might like to have in your perfect people target market. So that's looking at demographics, looking at interests, looking at specific challenges that they may be having in their life. One way you can do that research, here's a time to use AI, use ChatGPT for this. Go into ChatGPT and ask it to tell you what are the challenges of this particular type of person and then describe that person and see what it has to say. This knowledge is going to empower you to create content that truly captures the attention and adds value to the life of the person that will be an incredible member of your community. Next, I want to talk about Facebook ads, or meta ads is what they are now called. Okay, so at the carnival, this is the throwing game where you've got to like, throw the ball and hit the target in order to win the stuffed animal. I personally have been able to grow my newsletter list to about 27,000 people. And I've done that with a combination of two things using targeted Facebook ads. I am winning the prize when I get the target right. So I've got one really great ad promoting my eight-step manifestation guide. And you may be listening to this podcast because you found me that way the first time. The other thing, the second thing is having a pop-up on my blog that invites folks to download that same eight-step guide. So I created that guide and I'm getting it out to people in those two ways, either through a meta ad, which by the way, meta ads, which we used to call Facebook ads, can go out on Instagram too. It's all the same company. So you create one ad and it goes out on Instagram and it goes out on Facebook. And then the second way is I have a pop-up on my blog and they can get the guide there. I have found that when someone is willing to give you their email address, which is what they have to do in order to get that guide, and then if they commit to hanging around to continue to receive communications from you via email, these are the people most likely to buy from you. These are the people most likely to stay committed to you and your community in the future. When they see that ad or when they see that pop up on my website and they commit to receiving that guide and then staying on the list, you got to make sure that then you are taking good care of them. And then those are the folks that will be the most likely to stay in relationship with you. I use a very specific nurture sequence, which basically is just a series of emails that goes out to the people that download that guide. And here's what's in mind. So I deliver that guide. That's what happens in the first email. Then I talk about the community and I make sure that they know that they are in the right place. I introduce myself. I give some quick wins. So some quick solutions to challenges that they may be having. 
And then I share a roundup of some of my greatest hits. So some of my blog posts that have been really valuable for people or podcast episodes that have a really high number of listens, which tells me that people really needed that information or it made a big difference for their lives. Lastly, I want to talk about podcasting. I would be remiss to not talk about podcasting since we are here on the pod. You are listening to this pod. At the carnival, this is like the storytelling circle. This is a time where people get to sit and really be with you and get to know you. I have to say, when people come into my community and make a decision to either buy a course or come on a retreat, for example, or book my conscious CEO coaching, most of the time, the people making a buying decision at that level, they're already listening to the podcast and they feel like they know me. We've had opportunities to be in this type of conversation. So we're able to go deep and get into it really quickly, which really feels amazing as the person offering the service, because I know that this person who is making that buying decision is my perfect person and they really, really get it. If you are thinking about starting a podcast, I would say do it. Absolutely do it. It does not have to be perfect. And I say this all the time. If it feels like what you are creating is perfect, or if you go back and take a look at those first episodes, or even like in the realm of the blog, blogging world, if you go back and look at your very first blog posts, and you're like, this was amazing. I nailed it 1000%. You probably waited too long to start. I feel very much that way about podcasting. Just start. If you were interested in starting a podcast and want some help, I am offering a podcast intensive through my Conscious CEO coaching program. The intention is to help you to get a podcast off the ground in a month. So that is also in the show notes. So many good things in the show notes today. What I want you to consider ultimately, as we talk about all of these digital media strategies is choose what's right for you, for your brand, for your life. You do not necessarily have to be present on every social media platform out there. And there are new ones starting all the time. There's a new one called Lemonade. I'm kind of liking it. I kind of am feeling it. It's a bit of like a remix of old school Instagram and Canva. And that's really been fun for me. I actually kind of like creating on it. I didn't even talk about Pinterest today. You guys likely know I love Pinterest. I have a great relationship with Pinterest. I do Pinterest TV episodes for the Pinterest team. Sometimes I've had entire series on Pinterest in the Pinterest TV realm. And Pinterest sends so much good traffic to my blog. So I could talk all day about Pinterest too. What I want you to do is focus on the platforms that align best with your perfect people, with your brand aesthetic, with your energy. If, for example, you're starting a beauty brand and it thrives on visually appealing content, a platform like Instagram and Pinterest may be your go-to choice. If you are someone who is coaching others or teaching others and have a very specific skill set, maybe it's TikTok and you want to create some sort of downloadable freebies to drive people to your newsletter list. So there's a lot of ways to do this. And I think you've got to really just consider what is right for you. And then 
as you do that, get consistent, and that's going to support your digital media success. Developing that content pillar strategy that includes a regular post plan, engagement with your people, staying up to date with trends, and providing a lot of value. Even with this rise of AI, as you create your plan and then stay authentically you, you're going to you're going to do great. You're going to do great. One of the most powerful aspects of the digital me- digital media world is the ability to foster meaningful relationships. So make sure you are doing that. Stay connected to your people, respond to comments, answer DMs. If someone mentions you, thank them for doing it. Show genuine interest in what they have to say, their feedback, answer their questions. Building authentic relationships will increase the loyalty of your perfect people. And it'll give you so much insight too into who they are, what their preferences are, what they need, how you can help solve the challenges that they have going on in their life. And ultimately, it's so crucial too to maintain a healthy mindset in this process. So if you find yourself getting in the comparison game or obsessing over those vanity metrics, get out of it. Take a break. Your mental well-being is really important. And when we talk about manifestation, we've got to stay in that worthiness. You need to remember your worth as an entrepreneur, as a creative, as a human being. And that goes way beyond the numbers on social media. I have seen people manifest incredible businesses, incredible partnerships, amazing career opportunities with small followings, because ultimately, it's not about the numbers. It's about the relationships that you're creating. So take breaks, practice self-care, cultivate healthy relationships with technology while you are building your digital media strategy. I hope this has been really helpful for you. I've got all those links in the show notes. If you're interested in the Conscious CEO program, we are onboarding for next month and all throughout the summer. So we start a new class at the beginning of each month. So if you are interested, this is one-on-one work which can be really potent as you're building something in your business. So I've got the link for that. If you are a beauty professional or in the wellness space, I've got the link for the social media for beauty pros, social media class. And I am going to go ahead and leave the link to sign up on the Casa Noon, which is my capsule skincare collection that is launching later this summer. I'll go ahead and leave the link for that too. You can go ahead and get on the list and be the first to know when the products are coming out. If you have not yet followed us, the show over at your woo woo BFF on Instagram, by the way, that's where you'll find this show on Instagram. Go ahead and give us a follow post about this episode and tag us. I would love to see you and say hello via DMS. If you've not yet left us a review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, that would be incredibly helpful to us as well. This show is very much self-funded with a couple of really amazing sponsors. We're not with a network, so it makes a big difference when you leave us reviews because it helps us to get seen by more folks that might be interested in what I'm talking about here every week. 
with that, we are complete. Thanks for being here today. Much love, much love. Send me your questions if you've got them about digital media. I'm so happy to help you out along the way and answer questions. Take care and I'll see you again next Thursday.